This is Ryan Ridley, the guy from Jeff's Gym, and you're listening to the best community podcast ever, Shut Up Leonard. Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yes. Where are the white women at? Shut up, Leonard! I found your YouTube page! What's the point in reviewing frozen pizza? Shut up, Leonard! Nobody even knows what you're talking about. I heard about your prescription socks. Strike two! Shut up, Leonard! I know about your crooked wang. Come on, Leonard, shut up. You smell like mentholiptus. Put on a bathing suit. Shut up, Leonard! There are no white women here, Leonard. This is not a party. What it is, soul brother? I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. To, yep. And we'd like to say thank Thanks. you to Alex Moshina of Slactory.com for his excellent work with our theme song. Yep. Today's episode, the fifth, this is the definite fifth in the third season, and it's called Horror Fiction in Seven Spooky Steps. Didn't even have to look at that. Like I normally do. This uh, is a Hall- Halloweeny episode. Yes, and uh, I mean it's a different kind of Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. It's an anthology, yep. as Dan Harmon mentions in the commentary. And in fact, I know this might make me sound dumb, or it might just talk to how great a uh, community is. Yeah. Uh, in the commentary, Dan Harmon said, "Oh, he didn't feel bad ripping off Treehouse of Horror." Yeah. Uh, and I thought, oh, I didn't even think of this as a ripoff of Treehouse of Horror. Nor Horror. did I. And uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this is just another general commentary note. Uh, this episode is a, 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 before I get to it, the overview, this episode uh, is kind of a payoff from that psych test that was in the tag from, what, two weeks ago yes. now? Two, for our time? Two weeks ago. Correct. And uh, uh, Britta has found that one member of the study group tested positive for being uh, a, psychopath. a psychopath or having homicidal tendencies yeah and so she wants to try and figure out who by telling stories and seeing who's his creepiest yep uh but uh, another pitch that dan but... had on this episode uh was greendale throughout time yeah greendale through the ages I stole your point and uh you know that would have been nice too yeah. but he said it didn't it didn't uh, the way that Dan Harmon talked about it was that he wanted there to be uh, an emotional connection to the characters. And he wanted there to be uh, stakes. In. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I agree. Yeah, uh, and he did. And, and what is becoming a sort of uh, continuing heartbreaking refrain on the season three commentaries? <laughs> yeah. he did say he might try to use that Greendale throughout time uh, idea in season four. Yeah, specifically, he said uh, uh, making a connection because Alison Brie was in Mad Men. Yeah. Having her do a Mad Men homage. Sure. In the 60s, the uh, sure. 70s would be a Steve Queen kind of thing. Steve McQueen. Steve Excuse Queen. Me. Yeah. Steve is the Queen. I mean, he is. Sure. <laughs> uh, so that that was not meant to be, unfortunately. No, very unfortunately. Yep. And they, they uh, you and know. And now just, Mad Men is done. Just more general talk about commentary and things. Uh, let, let me say. Uh, I had read a theory, a theory online at one point that uh, there was a commentary that they cut out a part of, that they being Sony, cut Mm. a part of a commentary out because Dan Harmon got too real. And I believe it was this episode. Where where at? There's a, 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 so remember how Dan was talking about, uh, Dan Harmon 
talking about uh, season two looks better than season three. Yes. And he says, it's because I didn't, I, I wasn't buying a house. Yes. Because the implication being that in season two, he spent a lot of his own money. Yes. To get Which the he says stuff. here, the, the opening credits are, are di- the cootie catcher is different. It's Halloween themed. Uh-huh. And he implies that he spent his money on that as well. Yeah. So there's a part very specifically in this episode where Dan Harmon talks about that house. He says, he says, oh, cause I wasn't buying a house. Yeah. And then there's no commentary for like a minute. Mm. And a funny thing happens on screen that I think you would hear the the actors and, you know, watching laugh. Yeah. And then it picks right back up with something. Someone says something. Mm. And so I, 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 conspiracy theorists out there, I'll agree with you. I think there was some cutting. What's on that missing tape? I don't know. We need to find. It's not even a 17 minutes. It's like, yeah. uh, it's less than a minute. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a thing that I've read online where, where conspiracy theorists say that Sony cut out a part where Dan, got, Dan Harmon got too real, too real, where he was given, given out the lowdown where he's basically saying, and, uh, they even talk about that. That was the whole, Dan Harmon from the real community. The, Fall back to our intro. <laughs> good. Uh, no, they actually talk about on the commentary about how, whether or not are they getting less money than years before and, and what's they going on. seem to figure it out. Yeah, and and it was just a weird thing where they they talk of they, they, another joking reference to season four that hadn't happened yet, saying that at this rate season four can only take place in the study room. Yeah, and if we recall, uh, if if you work really hard, mm-hmm. and if I just remember the horror, sure, uh, season four took place everywhere. Yeah, it was but kind it of was insane. It was a much lower budgeted though. Uh, that's I where, mean, it that's was less where, episodes. That's, well, that's but well, that's where like Jeff's condo changed because they couldn't afford the previous. Yeah, set. but somehow they still did a puppet episode. Like oh, they, you puppet felt. Have <laughs> you priced felt these days? It's real. Ooh, it's up there. It's a, it's what do you a, mean somehow they did a, it's a buyer's market? Episode. Yeah, I feel like that's more work. Not more money though. Uh, I don't know. Felt's cheap in this. Sound. I don't know. I don't know. You throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. You drive down, you drive down Sunset right now. You'll see puppeteers, puppeteers. You throw some change at them, they'll be on your show. Is that McSeinfeld? <laughs> oh, you drive down Sunset. What's the deal with the puppeteers on, sa- on Sunset? <laughs> I don't, I don't know where to go with this premise. It's okay. Uh, Seinfeld, so yeah, of course, uh, is a character created by Dan Harmon. On we'll his, have more on comment the, on, the, on the hit podcast Harmontown, <laughs> available Mondays on Feral Audio. Feral audio. Nope, that's NBC. It's uh, Wednesdays if you're not a subscriber. Ooh, have you not noticed that? I didn't. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know when podcasts come in. I have a thing they download automatically. They're just there, like you know. It's. uh, I get you. I I guessed Monday because the show happens live on Sundays. It used to drop on Mondays for everyone, and now they started this subscriber thing where if you're a subscriber, pricing it out. We're in King's Landing. The, the 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 Lannisters are getting it on Monday. We're 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 in we're in Flea Bottom getting it on Wednesday. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, and if you go live, you get it instantly. Mm. That's a real benefit. Mm. We'll have more commentary notes as we go along. This mm. <laughs> this is two fans of Dan Harmon. Stick it to Harmon Town from the real Shut Up Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get going on our notes. Yes. Um, because we did the overview. Yeah, overview. You didn't get to sing it? I'm sorry. Slides. What's your first note? Beetlejuice. My first note is a little before that. Okay, you talk. Uh, so they're having a pre-party just for the group. Yes. Uh, so this is this is Britta's cover? She, she's, she's using this, right, Excuse as a cover to, to, to test everyone? Yes. Okay. What has she brought to the pre-party as snacks? <laughs> it looked like uh, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Uh, taco shells. Yep, just the shells. Yep. And I think that's it. Okay, let me ask you this. You're at a party. Yeah. 
you see some taco shells yeah. <laughs> out as food. Do you then think, well, I guess it's just the same as chips, right? Or, yeah. or are you angry that you've not been provided with chips? Uh, no, I mean, it's the same as chips, huh? Okay. I don't know. It depends on uh, my Skip expectations walking into the next party. Note to self. <laughs> <laughs> walk, it depends on my expectations walking into the party. Mm. You know? Okay. I would never put out taco shells sure. as chips. Do you think taco shells are cheaper than chips? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say definitely no. Yeah. Because the, you're paying for the molding. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They shape it. Yeah. yeah. Unless you, you got a buddy who works at Del Taco. That's why you pay a little more. Okay. You pay a little more for those uh, Tostitos uh, scoops. Because they're shaped in a way to scoop your dip. Yeah. They're not just like weird triangles. Or it's good for making nachos too. You can fill them with cheese. If you want more on snacks, come back. To Matt and Andrew eat snacks. Yeah. Legally distinct from Mike and Tom eat snacks. <laughs> We'd be maze. Matt and Andrew eat snacks on the internet. I've never choo, listened. Choo, choo. Stormtroopers hitting the ground. No, sorry. Clone troopers hitting the ground. That all makes sense as the legally distinct version of Mike and Tommy's Snacks Things to our listeners who also enjoy that show. Maz, Maz. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing slightly different Mike and Tommy's Snacks bits. <clears throat> Troy and Abed. Troy and Abed are hanging out. I didn't, dressed, I didn't have anything. They're dressed up as Inspector Spacetime and Constable Reggie. Yep. Which, uh, and, uh, Britta, Britta says, says... you didn't have to dress up. Yeah. And she says, oh, we, they say we were dressed like this when you called. They you'll said, know you'll we know when we dress up. What do you think they're planning on dressing up I love as? that so much. Eh, who knows? Good point. Okay. <laughs> are we at Beetlejuice yet? Uh, yeah, because, uh, there's a, there's, Beetlejuice is part of my three-part note here. Mm-hmm. Annie's looking at Brito's playlist for this pre-party. Sure. Says all you've got on here is Spooky Party, the soundtrack to Beetlejuice. Yep. And NPR. Yes. So say your Beetlejuice. So in season one, they said Beetlejuice at some in the season one Halloween episode. Yep. They said the word Beetlejuice at some point. Mm-hmm. And then in the season two uh, Halloween episode, they also said the word Beetlejuice at some point. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, apparently they said Beetlejuice twice in the season two episode. And they had to cut the second Beetlejuice, yeah. according to the commentary, because they needed it to be the third time when they say it in this episode. Because when Annie says Beetlejuice, now for the total third time in the series, guess who walks by in the background? But a guy dressed as Beetlejuice. Good stuff. That's some fucking great stuff. And that's Eagle Eye Watchers. Yes. Did you yeah. notice this when you first saw it? No. Me neither. I had to be told. I saw it on the internet the next day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Watson? I like the NPR joke, I'm going to say. Because well, Britta, Britta says, oh, and I have on there an NPR interview between Michelle Norris and Errol Morris. And don't yes, worry. <laughs> they talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Who's Which one's that? What are you talking about? Michelle Norris? Don't know. Okay. I know Errol Morris. Sure. And I know Philip Morris. And I know Philip Glass. And this has been Connections with <laughs> Matt and Andrew. Uh, Jeff walks in. Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Je- <laughs> Jeff walks in. Dressed as, quote, one of the Fast and Furious guys. Yeah. Abed uh, asks which one. Abed very excitedly asks which one. Mm-hmm. And, and Jeff says, I don't know, I don't watch that shallow crap. Now, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that is that definitely a uh, uh, Paul Walker jacket? But then it's a Vin Diesel cross. It's definitely a Vin Diesel cross. Yeah. It's referred to as such in the commentary. I mean, I, I, I would say, coo, coo, mass, big ups. Big ups to the... the Bups costume department here yeah because they have nailed a costume that is just one of the fast and furious guys yeah like it really is no one specifically and i say that as a fast and the furious aficionado sure uh, well that's why i turned it to you yes thank you because <laughs> i would call that a paul walker jacket 
but yeah, it's Paul Walker esque, but the the cross is definitely a, a Vin Diesel affair. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I mean, the hair is just, just uh, that's a Jeff original. Yeah, so it really is kind of this perfect amalgam, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. much like Dark Claw. Yeah, good. <laughs> Thank you. Good, you did it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Psych. Little nod to former community dis- dis- disguster, and by disguster I mean director Justin Lin, who of hey. course would go on to direct the Fast and the Furious. We films did not talk about it. The writer of this episode is Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon. Yeah. Which he says in the commentary, it's a w- well-known secret that he writes every episode. <laughs> Don't know if that's a true thing or a joke. Yeah. I mean, I I assume he's there. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, a serious creator. He's got a hand he's, in every He's very hands-on, sure. yeah, with the episodes. But he's credited here as the writer and the director, Tristram Shapiro. Tristram Shapiro. Yeah. Tristram Shandy. Shapiro. Have a brandy. So, <laughs> um, then the dean comes in. Yeah. Uh, dressed as a witch. witch. Uh, that was... That was instinct. That was just pure. <laughs> I mean, I knew he was dressed as a lady in some form. I couldn't quite recall what he, he was. He had a broom. Okay. I think he might have also had a hat. Probably. But it might have been small. <laughs> as, as most Dean hats are. Yeah. Adorably small. So he's here to explain that the lights are flickering on and off for Halloween spooky effects. Uh-huh. To which Jeff says they've been blinking all week. Halloween week. week. What about what November think, 1st? What about tomorrow? All Saints Day month. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, once again, referring to the fact that Greendale is in a budget crisis. Yeah. We need to get Garrett Lambert in here to ta- tell everyone about it. Oh. It's a crisis. It's a crisis alert. <laughs> yes. Um, then Britta comes in. She says, or Britta, I mean, she's already there, but she comes to Jeff. Britta's hanging out. And she says, hey, Jeff, we, 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 we got to talk. When did Britta become Rick? Jeff, we got to, we got to. We gotta get out of here, Jeff. We got one of the, one of the one of them has extreme personality disorder. We, we gotta we gotta go to the blowgun galaxy, Jeff. Come on, Britt, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Jeff, no, come on, Jeff. We gotta we gotta we gotta get a new brain for Abed. Come on, Britt, we just gotta play it cool. Okay, we just Jeff, gotta play it cool. Jeff, no, we're no, just gotta, just, I, we're I just gotta sit down. Troy. We gotta go. We gotta get in the ship. Here, take this. And I what? hand you a small animal. Britta, what is this? It's, it, it, swallow it, swallow it, Marty. I mean, Britta, swallow it. You gotta swallow it from the fight for the flight. It's gonna keep yeah, from throwing it's, up. It's still alive. I don't know. You gotta swallow it, Britta. Just, 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 just oh. crunch it down. Oh. <laughs> don't worry about your vegetarianism, Britta. <laughs> okay, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Sorry, we're on a Rick and Morty high after. We are after Comic uh, Con. Uh, this is our episode that we're recording right after we've come back from San Diego Comic Con 2015. Yep. If you want to hear more of our adventures there, S-D-C-C. go to the CC Benview One Offs feed. Uh, you can find that by searching in iTunes, your podcast provider, or just on the you know regular Benview website. Sure. But Benview One Offs, you'll find the San Diego Comic Con 2015 Mega Cast. Mega Cast. We talk about Rick and Morty there. But anyway. Yeah. What the hell? Britta says someone in the group has extreme personality disorder. Seventy out of seventy-five red flags. Yeah. Uh, to which They're a regular Cool Ranch lunatic. Yeah. Like uh, that's my girl. Jess is extreme, like a Dorito. <laughs> and then she says, like a regular Cool Ranch lunatic. Because Jeff is clearly not taking this seriously. Yes. And, and then he uh, says, uh, you probably just Britted the test results. Yeah. And then Britta is a little horrified. She says, are people using my name to mean make a small mistake? <laughs> and then Jeff stares at her very intently and says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. This is the first uh, instance of Britted. Yes. There's a couple of firsts in this episode. Big ol' firsts. 
<laughs> Sometimes I sing without knowing where I'm going with it. So let's talk about the cootie catcher. Are we ready for that? Well, before that, uh, Troy wants to leave. She's sure. very excited because the dean's got uh, taco meat from the army. Oh, I thought I had that note. What the hell? So uh, I swear to you I had that. It's after the cootie catcher. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. A little cootie catcher time, then. The boobs are back. Well, I got... <laughs> the boobs are back in town. The boobs are back in town. The boobs are back in town again. Guess who just got back today? Them wild-eyed girls that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But, man, I still think them cats are great. Okay, that's enough of that. Yeah. Wild eyes here can also apply to the boobs. It yes. means they've got crooked nipples. <laughs> All right then. The special cootie cat here. In order. Here we go. Rattle Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Some kind of Dracula. He's a vampire. <laughs> did I hiding that right? I, didn't, I did not write these down. That was a one hundred percent guess. Hiding behind a tombstone. Oh. Gillian Jacobs. Some kind of Frankenstein's creature. No, dragon. <laughs> Zoolander. Zo- zombie. Zombie? Yes. Okay. Zombie hand with flowers. Oh. Danny Pudi. This uh, one's easy. Bats. Batman. Close. Michael Jackson and Thriller. No. Nope. Uh, Carl. Cram. Cram. Crambos. Werewolf. <laughs> you were closer with bats. But ba- wait, shut up. Shut up. A- shut up. Shut up. Uh, ghosts. Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a clue. <laughs> You're so frantic. What what is Abed? A uh, computer? <laughs> yes. Com- what is a computer person? Robot? Yes. Why was bats close? <laughs> because it's a robot with bats coming out. Okay. Event <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Brown. Uh so th- this it, is where it includes a part. I'm gonna tell you it includes a part in her original cootie catcher. I don't remember what that is. This is some kind of How do you of, not remember her original cootie catcher? There's a crazy fan theory, another conspiracy theory. Her, oh, with a cake. And the cake has also a what? Also a knife. So yes. the knife is stabbing into a man? Oh! A zombie? So close! A Frankenstein's no. monster? A goat? No. A, a goat man? A pan person? No. Uh, <laughs> no pan man here. <laughs> uh, some kind of... It's humanoid. Uh, chupacabra? Nope. Some kind of uh, Bigfoot? No. Well, a technically it's a ape? former human. A zombie? Close. A vampire? Nope. Uh, what the fuck else is a... It said Frankenstein's a monster. Mummy! Oh, that's not a former human. And I could also... I could have also used the clue that that's what she is for the group. The mummy. <laughs> Are you my mummy? Pierce is next. Alison Brie. Alison Brie has some... Similar to Jeff. Uh, Jeff was a zombie? Nope. Jeff was a vampire. Yes. She has another... A girl vampire? Yes! <laughs> a girl vampire! Girl vampire! <laughs> All right. Uh, Donald Glover... This one's complicated. Oh, Jesus. Is it a werewolf? No. Is it... I wrote down specifically a, the name of a horror villain. Because that because of what uh, he, what the what the thing is wearing. Jack the Ripper? Nope. Dracula? Nope. Mr. Scary Boy? More modern. Mr. More modern. Scary Boy? More modern. Pinhead? Nope. Uh, Jason? Less modern? Jason? Is it? No, 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 no. With the hockey mask? Oh, yeah, that is Jason. I wrote down the wrong name. Uh, Shows what I know. What did you write? I wrote down Mike Myers. He's he has the Captain Kirk. Blank he has mask. the blank mask. Yeah. Okay. So Jason, yeah, it's a hockey. It's a Jason stabbing type. a pan person. Well, no, it's a Jason type character. Yeah. With a severed head, and he's also holding a chainsaw. Okay. Good. Jim Rash. Jim Rash. Has... This is not a horror character. This is a horror item. Oh, it's a character being being horror itemed. I'll what? say. <laughs> Someone being drowned. Nope. Stabbed. Nope. Decapitated. Is this a fun game? Yes, for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, strangled? Nope. Uh, well, this isn't shot? just specifically... What? Shot? 
No. This isn't specifically a horror item, but it's, it is it is in a lot of horror things and in prisons. Shift? Nope. To- drinking toilet wine? <laughs> no. Um, You're watching too much Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. They dropped the soap. <laughs> an electric chair. Oh, sure. Some being electrocuted in an electric chair. You should have said from the, Metall- the first album I ever bought, which is Metallica's Ride the Lightning. Nope. Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong. This one's real simple. Has a pan person. <laughs> it's a Frankenstein's monster. No. A goat. No. <laughs> it's the the thing. There are multiple of this creature. A ghost. And they're wearing uh, something that is related to Ken Jeong's character. The, they're ghosts wearing sombreros. You're close with sombreros. Uh, zombies wearing sombreros. No. Vampires wearing sombreros. It's nothing sombreros. that's been mentioned before. Werewolves wearing sombreros. And in fact, sombreros. I'd say it's not really a horror creature, Frogs more of a sci-fi som- creature. Frogmen wearing sombreros. <laughs> uh, aliens wearing sombreros. Yes. I remember this one. Yeah, that one actually came to mind. They're greys. And the last one, you already know part of it. Chevy Chase. Oh, sh- fuck. <laughs> What's the important part? He's old? No. <laughs> the, you said the boobs are back in town. Oh, the boobs are back in town. But what are they on? Oh fuck! If They're I on know. something that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> what is a th- what is a thing that doesn't have boobs? A man. <laughs> a What's knife? inside of a man? A heart. <laughs> a penis. I feel like I'm playing. Uh, this, this, what, what was that game that Joey Tribbiani was on on Friends? Password. <laughs> yeah, but not password. Hundred thousand dollar pyramid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what game I'm playing with you right now. And I'm Joey. <laughs> yeah, you're Joey. Uh, maybe maybe you're Joey, and your clues are bad. Uh, a brain. What's inside of a man that doesn't have boobs? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Lungs? <laughs> Skeleton. Oh, fits inside of everybody. <laughs> so is a heart and brain, I guess. <laughs> but it's also, it's, yeah, I don't, I, I think your clues are bad. Well, I think your guessing was bad. You're, Some of your guessing was just saying the same things you'd already said that already were part of it. Maybe, maybe you no. cycled through Frankenstein and Vampire like ten times each one. Well, Frankenstein never came up, so that no. was a rotten ticket. Yeah. Uh, then w- what was the community logo? Oh, uh, this is a Halloween classic on porches everywhere. Jacko, uh, Jacko, Jacko time. Yeah, and then when they pulled out to the desk, what was the desk? Uh, some uh, Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> <laughs> Spiderweb. Oh, spiderweb. Okay. So free that, taco meat. Free taco meat. Yeah, uh, Tar- Troy says, I heard the Dean got free taco meat from the army. So the Dean clearly has not learned his lesson from last year. Either that or Troy is just confused. Or, alternate theory, uh, much like that old weird Black urban magic. legend about a psychopath test, sure. maybe this is the Dean's way of meeting the uh, government agent who he flirted with on the phone again. Ooh. Yeah. All right. You know that weird old urban legend about the psychopath test? I believe I've read it recently. Where you, the story? Yeah, yeah, the, the story channel? about the... Should we uh, tell it in case uh, listeners don't know? Yeah, tell the story because I don't remember it all the way. So the, te- the idea is... Uh, Here's a, you, you hear the story and then depending on your answer, d- decides whether or not you're a psychopath. Yeah. So a, a, a woman uh, meet, meets a... She's at her sister's funeral. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of like Dan Hartman telling a joke here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to step in? Because now I remember more. Uh, the woman's at her sister's funeral, and she meets a guy, and she really likes him, but uh, she does not get his phone number or anything. Mm-hmm. She she has no way of contacting him, and she really wants to see him again. Uh, then she kills her mother. Why? And depending is, on is your that audience, how it goes? Yeah. Then, I, thought it, I thought it was the next week. I thought they don't say that she killed her. I guess she kills her mother. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And then, I, and then why? And then if you're a psychopath, supposedly, you say, oh, to meet the guy again. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have that answer right away. What was your answer? I just didn't know. I was just like, well, that's weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, well, that doesn't make any sense. 
well, what a weird story. Uh, so yeah, so maybe the dean is the is the. Then I went home and I said, "Hey, wait a second. <laughs> wait, what? So oh, the dean's the hero of that sto- of the oh. story. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every year he's serving that. By hero, of meat. course, I mean protagonist, not yeah. good person. Um, so then, Britta's story is first. Do we have any notes? Before yeah. So the story? what we what it goes into here is a a series of stories being told by each member of the group, uh, which is Britta is trying to use to prove which of them is a psychopath by how they feel about the story or how their story is told. Cause it's kind of like, she doesn't tell them to tell stories, but her story is so bad that Abed, he jumps in next. And yes. then each person goes, no, that story sucks. Let me tell a better one. Yeah. And they're just all kind of like in lieu of a campfire, they're telling stories around the study room. Like that's. Yeah. And, and it's interesting. They're not at the study room. They're not at the main study table. No, they're in the couches in the sort of back of the room. Yeah. That's that's kind of their like hangout area. For the record, we have not gotten to the first story, and we are at twenty four minutes. Perfect, already. perfect. <laughs> this is a classic. Shut up, Leonard Pace. Hey, we're doing what we do. I don't have we a lot of notes on Britta's story. My notes get do. longer as, as the stories go on. That's accurate for me as well. Uh, I'm so, Pert happily. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you heard with Pert. So Britta's story, uh, she's like. Yeah, there's like, you know, a couple and they're making out in the woods in a car and... And there's a radio announcement. Yeah, well, the couple uh, specifically... It's Jeff uh, and Britta. It's Jeff and Britta. We, yeah. we should mention every time who's the who. Who's the who. Who's the who. Who's the who. God damn it, you're who? just complaining about how long we're going and you're doing this stuff. <laughs> so we had, we had talked off air and uh, it is not credited anywhere that we can find who is the voice on the radio because the radio pops up a couple of times. Yeah. It's always the same voice, but we... Mm. I... Personally, recognize it, but can't pinpoint point, point poo. Pinpoint point poo. A new game from the makers of the years have it. Um, <laughs> and the, the, the noses nosy, are long. The nosy man. game? <laughs> That's a called? creepy looking game, right? It was right? on Twitter. R.L. Ripples posted it, right? Yeah. That's where I got it from. So, the, the, keep, keep, keep your nose out of my business <laughs> is what we call that game. So, what, what, do, you, what do you have to say? Radio announcement says there's a psychopath who has escaped from the local asylum. He He's got a, one of those things on his hand, like a. It's like he doesn't have a hand. He has a hook. He has a hook hand thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was Officer Nudius. Maybe that that was who basically. Uh, that's good. That's not a good. knowing the thing. So Jeff uh, says the game of nosy. Is is, yeah. <laughs> um. So then Jeff says, uh, so Britta thinks she heard something, and Jeff says, I don't know. I I'm a horny man, so I wasn't present, which is what Jeff <laughs> he says. He was only half present. That's right. That's a good uh, yeah, good I, way to put it. I like uh, I like I like Britta's version of Jeff in the story. Well, and Britta's version of this whole story is just a very basic, like dumb version of the story. Yeah. What, what we're used to seeing. Yes. But all the characters are saying what they are because Britta's telling the story with the slant on it that Jeff is a dumb uh, chauvinist man. Yeah. So he goes, he goes, fine, I'll check on it. But then when I get back, I'm entitled to sex. Yeah. So then he goes, he gets killed Much by... Much like the, Bill Cosby must have said. Okay, we did not need to go down... Usually it's me that does, that goes there. I don't know where that came from on this on this side of the podcast. Woo! We are getting loose today. <laughs> Much like a woman who's at it. Nope. Nope. Not gonna finish that sentence. <laughs> Damn! That, listen, it's in the name of comedy, and I, that's not how I actually feel. Uh-huh. Um, Look, I'm gonna... I think we should go on record. Yeah. We don't want any Cosby apologists listening to our podcast. We do not support Bill Cosby. We do not support in in lieu of uh, uh Sometimes of, we make jokes of, about him because uh for you know for the same reason that uh, Dan Harmon makes jokes about at 9/11. It's yeah. it's, a, it's or, just or people make jokes about Hitler. Now. Yeah. It's a it's He's a, a bad guy, Bill Cosby. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make that the official shut up Leonard stance. I I support that fully. Okay. We do not endorse uh Bill Cosby any yeah. further. <laughs> Any previous jokes about him uh, were made in, in the light of ignorance. Yeah. Or, I mean, jokes current are made at his expense. Yes. Jokes current are definitely made at his expense. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, now that we've got that out of the way. I mean, look, even SNL made a legal, legal, Bill Cosby legal drink sappy. joke. Let's, legal just, sappy. <laughs> let's just leave it at that. Um, so that's the end of Britta's story. Everyone complains. She says, Abed, how does that make you feel? He says, embarrassed. Which <laughs> she, she feels is a sign of psychopathy. Yeah. Uh, everyone, everyone else, else says, no, that's, we're embarrassed too. Yeah. Uh, and then she says, how would you tell the story? So we get Abed's version of the story, which the couple is Abed and Britta. Say words. They go. They go into a cabin. Which yeah. Abed, throughout the way, his character in, in lieu of his explanations in real life, I would assume, yeah. is explaining every step of the way how everything is like foolproof. Yeah, he Lo- says logic, cool logic, and everything's taken care of. We're in a log cabin, uh, not a car, because we're not animals <laughs> or yeah. barbarians or something. Yeah, and uh, the door is locked three times. <laughs> the door is locked. Uh, he says, but but uh, I brought this radio just in case because there's a insane asylum just 30 feet away or something. Yeah, and then Britta says, why would you rent it so close? And he says, well, in these tough economic times. So they're explaining why the cabin is so well, close. Yeah, why the cabin is so close. Yeah. And, and he says, I got it for cheap. And she's like, oh, that's so great. Yeah. Uh, and the commentary they mentioned here that Abed's fondness for tactile sweaters. Well, because her sweater is sweater. very woolly. Yes. Is that a thing that comes up again and I'm, I forget? Or I, I, I think it's just I, I think it makes great sense. Joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, that uh, Abed is sort of childlike. He just likes things that are... Well, yeah, because there's also a... He has a little dialogue where or I don't know what you'd call it where uh, he says... Uh, I've the, just taken a mint, so this is the optimal time for kissing. Yeah, and he's, and the, I find your shiny hair appealing, or yeah. something like and that. And then they kiss, and then he says uh, that was a a delightful exchange, or yeah. something. Yeah, all very robotic. And uh, yeah, and uh, she she says, "I hope you're as fertile as I am." <laughs> oh, he says that, and then she says more. <laughs> Th- this is okay. So this is the part I mentioned earlier. This is where the commentary cuts, mm-hmm. because when they when she said that oh, as fertile as I am line, that had to have gotten a chuckle out of the room. Sure. Because it, it makes me laugh every time. That's a good line. Uh, and so this is where Daybreak comes on. He turns on the radio and it's Daybreak. We cut back to real life. Bob is just humming Daybreak. <laughs> By Michael Haggins. And so then everyone says, come on, is there more? What's going on? Except for on? Troy, who is dancing to Daybreak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Troy is dancing. And doing little, little points on each note. It's very mm. it's very delightful. Uh, and then Nicole Brown revealed in the commentary that she wanted to dance very badly because she enjoys the song. But she was instructed not to. Uh, Abed doesn't believe it realistic that they turn on the radio and instantly hear the broadcast. So he was trying to make it more realistic by them having to listen to music first. So when they cut back to the story, Abed says, the, then they hear the broadcast, but not yeah. because it just came on. Just, it was a little we later. just her, but not just just her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, w- about the um, escaped hook-hand lunatic. Yes. Uh, to which the Abed in the story says, we need to stand back. T- I have good thing I have my fully charged cell phone. Let's stand back to back in the middle of the cabin well, let's call with our knives. And then stand back to back. <laughs> yeah. And then as they're standing, Britta says, I love you. And he just goes, shh. <laughs> which I like is this kind of modern take on Han Solo. Han Solo, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of I love you, I know it's I love you, shh. Yep. Pretty great. And that's the end of Abed's, Abed's story. Then, Annie. Yes. She says, hold up, I got this. Yeah. Here's a real, a real scary here's story. Here's a real scary story. So yeah. it starts with uh, uh, Annie. Her, her carriage yes. has, 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 has crashed down. <laughs> because of uh, a scary thing yeah. in the woods. Many scary creatures make uh, this woods Jeff, home. Uh, so they're in period clothes. Yeah. Jeff is carrying her into the cabin. Yes. Uh, and we quickly find out Jeff is a vampire. Yeah. And he says to Annie, hey, you got to get out of here. You're, you're too young and pretty and innocent. I got to feed. And I don't want to feed on you. And then he opens his closet and there's Britta. Covered in bite marks. Covered in bite marks. She says, don't judge me. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which 
this in the commentary they talk about this is like this is a view into Annie's the way Annie sees Jeff and Britta and their relationship and yeah. the way that Annie sees her how she wants to do to Jeff what in the story the this Annie does to this Jeff. Yes. <laughs> because as she's going to leave, uh, Vampire Jeff says, wait. I can't, oh, wait, we're I can't skipping read. over the... Oh, yeah, that's oh, what you're saying. Yeah, he says, wait, I can't read. I can't read. And there's a montage of... of Such uh, a great, weird twist. <laughs> yeah, period Annie teaching Vampire Jeff to read. Yeah. Which is an insane pr- premise. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically uh, Annie wants to help and fix people. Yes, and there's a great line where, I think, very telling of Annie's personality where after she's taught Jeff how to read, she says, you should be proud of how much I've changed you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then there's the reveal. Jeff has not changed. Vampire yeah. Jeff still wants to feed on Annie despite all the learning. And then Annie reveals, uh, I'm actually a werewolf. Yeah. And I feed on selfish vampires. Yeah. And then everyone reacts to this rather horrifically. Uh, Annie goes off in back in the study room. She goes off on a long list of horrific things that the werewolf does to the vampire. Yeah. Including... Uh, the vampire lives through everything because he's immortal. Yeah. Uh, she keeps the eyeball attached to the retina so yeah. that as she's eating the eyeball, he can see his own digesting flesh. Yeah. And I love there's a nice moment there when she mentions that this this is okay because the vampire is immortal. Yeah. Abed nods like that's correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> that's I, I that's a good bit of business. Uh, so maybe that, that influenced uh, then I was like yeah we got to get her in this apartment. Yeah. We gotta, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she knows what she's she knows talking she's about. T- she knows her stuff. Yeah. Uh, so then Britta is, is maybe thinking that uh, Annie is the killer. Yeah. Uh, which uh, which Troy misreads as praise of her story <laughs> and gets jealous. That's so great. Yeah. Like, that's a really great Troy moment yeah. that we don't get too much. Yeah. We don't get a lot of Troy jealous of Annie. Yes. And here it works. It just shines right through. It's real great. Yeah. So then we see Troy's story. Troy's story <laughs> is, is phenomenal. Another direction entirely. Yes. This is more of a, uh, like a, like a, less of a horror and more of a sci-fi, I'd say. Yeah. But just in the same vein that. Well, it's kind of that B sci-fi horror. Like, yes. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely a horror aspect. Uh, because it's uh, Troy and Abed are crashed fighter pilots. Well, specifically Top Gun fighter pilots. Yeah. Top Gun fighter pilots. <laughs> they, and pl- they crash their plane in the woods. And no, so Troy just says plane and Abed says F-15. Like he's helping him out. <laughs> yeah. He's giving him a little like detail. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because uh, Troy comes in carrying Abed. Yes. Much like the last story started with Jeff carrying Annie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we see how that and goes. And from a crashed vehicle in the woods. Yes. So it's the same kind of setup, but then we get into the cabin, and it's a mad scientist cabin. Yes. To which Troy is delighted. He says, oh, good, uh, an old doctor is here. <laughs> He'll help us. He'll help he us. He offers them drinks. Uh, which they say. Abed, Abed uh, gets set down and immediately stands up. So he yes. was he able was to fine. walk. He just liked to be carried. Yeah. Uh, drinks from a stranger, so medical. <laughs> is their line? They drink them and pass out. Of course. But Pierce where, is the mad I mean, doctor. Did we say that where's yet? Where's the Cosby reference now? <laughs> Pierce is the mad doctor. Yeah. Um, do you yes. think? Do you think? Uh, well, che- not, Chevy Chase and Bill Cosby hung out a lot. I hope not. Uh, but it's it's worth noting. Pierce is not the mad doctor. It's just a crazy racist old mad doctor. Well, but in the story, yeah. we see yeah, that we it see is Chevy Chase. And there's a great thing at the end here. Yeah. Um, so then they wake up. They had been sewn together. Yeah, just in the middle. Yes. Like they both had one arm removed so that they could be sewn together. Together in the middle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then they sort of look at each other and says, "Wait, does this mean that we have ESP?" Yes. Yeah. We have mind powers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, tra- in sewing us together, you have only made us more awesome. <laughs> oh, I didn't even say that. Uh, oh my god, it was so great at the beginning of this little story. Uh, when they say that they've crashed, the crazy old doctor says, oh, I thought I heard something awesome out there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, 
So great. So they knock they knock out the doctor yeah. with a pan. You, because they have telepathy. ESP powers. Yes. <laughs> then a knife lifts up in the air, and you think, oh, they're going to stab him to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the knife just cuts the sandwich, which they then enjoy. <laughs> they use an ESP to carry the sandwich over, which apparently was done literally with strings. Yep. <laughs> great old technique. Uh, doctor tries to wake up again. They knock him out again. And when he wakes up, they, they Troy and Abed reveal that they have sewn his butt to his chest. Yeah. To which he says, you fools, you've given me my own boobs that I can touch all day. And then they look at each other real creepy and say, with what? <laughs> and then he pulls up his arms to reveal that his feet and hands have been swapped. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Troy in real life. Well, and one of my... <laughs> the old doctor is rubbing the feet on the boobs, but it's not, to, it's yeah, just not trying happening. Trying to grab the boobs. And then we cut to Troy, and maybe my favorite visual Troy moment of all time, he is sort of imitating feet hands on his chest, and going, oh no, feet hands! <laughs> oh, it is so delightful. And this is where it starts getting personal, because Pierce says, uh, why, why'd you make me the old doctor? And he said, no, I just said it was a crazy old racist doctor. And he yeah. says, yeah, I'm your crazy, crazy old racist, racist friend. friend. <laughs> and he says, maybe not for longer. Yeah. And then we get Pierce's story. Oh my god, Pierce's story. <laughs> Do you think which one's your? Well, we'll talk about it at the end which one's your favorite. I will tell you. I mean, but I think this is a contender. Not to sh- not to, to to telegraph it here, but I I only have one note for Pierce's story, and that's because I was just watching it instead of taking notes when it happened. Hmm. So so we, Pierce is in the story a character named Magnum. Yep. Uh, all three of the women, Shirley, Britta, and Annie, are in uh, lingerie, lingerie, well, like, negligees, yes, nightgowns, whatever yeah. you want to call it. In the back, they're calling to him to return. There is a giant portrait on the wall of young Chevy Chase. Of course, well, much, much like in his manner. Yeah, like from like Fletcher. Yes, yeah, we see in the manner. Yeah, and uh, he he says, "Oh, I'm just enjoying my postcoital brandy," yep. <laughs> implying that he had already had sex with the women, and they're yep. calling him back for more. Yes. So they go back to the bedroom disappointed because he has to enjoy his brandy. Yeah, and then there's a home invasion. <laughs> yeah, Troy and Abed as, as horribly. Racist, racist characters, characters but characters of like 90s rappers yes this <laughs> is like uh in the same way that uh, uh they, you know what they look like they, they i believe they might actually even be officially styled off or, um uh, i believe it was the wayans made a, a parody of like boys in the hood oh I uh, belie- don't don't go don't, drinking your juice ju- don't go sipping juice in the hood in the hood yeah don't be a menace to don't south be central a menace. while while drinking your juice in the hood yes yeah, yeah. Yes. I know this film. I believe they are sort of styled after them. I, You know, I'll agree. Although looking at it now, not quite. Um, but well, I think they're, they're styled after them in the same way that they're styled after other things. Yes. <clears throat> uh, they're, they're, they, they want to rob him. <laughs> they want to rob him, and yeah. then he, he beats them up. Yes. He takes he, their he guns. Takes their, which they just stand there while he takes them. It's like yeah. very slow and not action-y. <laughs> uh, he starts punching Troy, and with each punch, Troy's talking. He says, you are still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. That's so, so great. Good. And then maybe my favorite moment in this, which Dan Harmon said he had to explain to them on yeah. set. Oh my god, does it work in the thing though? Yeah. So Troy, so Pierce unzips his fly. Yeah. Troy looks down and says, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like just genuine sort of shock. And then there's a sort of look on Pierce's face that indicates he has knocked out Troy. Well, he makes like a, his a very slight movement. Yeah. But in but he makes the movement and then Troy just knocks out. He just falls down yeah. backwards. The implication being that Pierce's pendulous penis yeah. has knocked out Troy. Yeah, which was in the script and uh, according to the commentary Dan Harmon had to be on set to explain how the, <laughs> how this works yeah, how visually. Work, yeah. And uh, then after that moment passed, Yvette Nicole Brown revealed she did not even realize that that was what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> 
and uh, oh, when they when what, they come back to the study group, they they all say, "What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even a horror story. That was like some TV show. We're all too young to remember." <laughs> what I'd like to say mm-hmm. is that it is a horror story for Pierce. You two have two a home invasion. Foreigners, yeah, two yeah. brown people coming to his house. Yes, yeah, that's his version of a horror story. Yeah, <laughs> that's and I think that works really well. That's true for him. Then we get Shirley's story. This one's good. This is a, good this is a goodie. Because so, uh, Shirley, uh, uh, she says, why, what, what was her complaint leading into her story? It was something about... Horror movies used to have, or ghost stories used to have good messages. Yeah, messages. Yeah. So she's crafting a horror story with a good moral message. Yeah. So when we open on her sto- horror story, it's back in the cabin. Uh, yeah. Everyone there except for her is partying. Except for Pierce and her. Oh, that's, oh, that's true. Pierce is not there. Yeah. Uh, so it's the young people. Yes. Uh, partying. They're having a weed party. They're having a weed party. <laughs> yeah. uh, Britta opens a jar of weed and pours it on herself. Jeff goes in to snort the weed off her. Yes. And he I says, believe. this is the best pot bong I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> to which there's suddenly uh, like lightning and well, a red before light. That, so, uh, uh, Annie says, Django, check out that noise outside. Yeah. So uh, uh, Jeff is Django. Um, where, where do you think that comes from? I think that's just Shirley's version of like a disguising the name and, and making him sound like a amoral drug guy okay i think it just sounds right to her okay so uh <clears throat> something's going on outside yeah uh surely or all the, like, like all the light is red yes. is what what visually it looks like uh britta says i lived in new york i can handle myself so is this the f- first or second time she's done that i lived in new york joke i don't know actually because i do it a lot and i honestly can't remember if this i think is the this first might be the second. first time okay so she goes outside comes back covered in blood says jesus like new york out there <laughs> Now, it, so the the implication is that it was raining blood. She also says that there's locust, frogs, uh, all kinds of, all the plagues. Yes. Uh, raining blood, I believe, yeah. is one of them. And then we get the radio announcement. Yeah. Which says the... the we interrupt your rapt- metal. <laughs> yeah, so heavy metal was playing. Yeah. We interrupt your heavy metal to to tell you that the rapture has happened. Uh, if you're still here, good news, that means you're the coolest people on earth. But all your Christian Christian friends have been raptured. Yeah. Uh, and then they say, but uh, oh, but the bad news is if uh, the earth isn't for long, yes. like it's done. <laughs> it's gone. And then the sign-off, which I love, little note in Shirley's mind, this is NPR. <laughs> so in her mind, NPR is a station that plays heavy metal yeah. and, and uh, plays to the cool uh, anti-rapture crowd. Well, because I, I believe just playing off of the beginning, yes. uh, Britta likes NPR. Yeah, so of <laughs> course, to Shirley, that means that is the devil channel. Yeah. Um, then uh, the doors blow open, and who walks in? I mean, in with the I don't want to. I don't want to get too too far deep in this, but I mean, Shirley obviously listens to AM radio. Yeah, let's put, let's put it that no, way. Of course, yeah. <laughs> There's no NPR over there. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously. <laughs> okay, so the Devil Dean. Yeah, Dean comes in. As this a is distinct. He's he's the devil, but he's it's also he's in drag. Like there's a point that he's in drag. Well, he's wearing lady shoes. Yeah, there's a there's a point that he is like the super devil. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. He's the he's the devil. Yeah. And he's wearing uh, lady shoes and, and some kind of like arm thing. Yeah. And a skirt. And he says, I'm here to give you your damnation orientation. Yep. <laughs> At 10, you'll be buried neck deep in scorpions. 11.15, lava enemas, followed by Pilates. Yeah. Everyone says, oh, I like that Pilates. Yeah. He says, oh, no, that's a demon that eats your genitals. Yep. <laughs> oh, Which no. everyone's screaming terrified. Yes. And then the angel Shirley shows up <laughs> to gloat, essentially. Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, she says, oh, no, I can't save you. I'm just here right before I go to Abraham's bosom. Yep. <laughs> I like that wording. Yep. Very and nice. then as she fades away, she says, I forgive you. <laughs> then we come back to the to real life. 
Oh yeah, she blew away the devil dean. Yes. That was a it seemed like a favor she was doing for them. Yeah. But then as soon as he, as yeah. soon as she leaves for he real, back. he pops into the door with a chainsaw and he shouts, Gay marriage. <laughs> and then he chainsawed them to bits. And then he chainsawed them again. <laughs> well they they he puts them back together and then chainsaws them. That's again. right. Yeah. It's almost like a like a Greek yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, story ending. Yes. Uh and uh Pierce- I, well, Pierce says, uh, where the hell was Jeff in that story, and why was I named Janko? Oh, yeah, and on, on, the, note. on the commentary, Jim Rash says that there were other things he shouted as he opened that door with the oh, chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say what they were, and they're not in the deleted scenes. So we leave so, it to you, dear well, listener. Well, Your imagination can run wild. We'll never know. Um, they're all very upset with Shirley. Yeah. Uh, they feel that uh, Troy says, you've ruined, the, you've ruined a Brita party. That's like letting poop spoil. <laughs> um, uh, and they all try to leave. Uh, which Britta cannot allow. Then she has to reveal what's going on. Yes. And then is that that's when we get the murder montage. Yes. So I didn't write down everything, but I wrote down a very important note right away, and okay. I hope you have it too. I don't. So tr- Troy and I better walking down the hall. Strawberries. They're talk. What? All I heard was the word strawberries. I've listened to this little bit many times, and the only word I can ever parse of what they're saying to each other is how it goes, strawberries. Oh, no. This is very important. Abed says... I like Monkey Bone. And then Troy says, but I like Monkey 2 the best. Monkey Bone 2. Yeah. I think I just said Monkey 2. Monkey Bone 2. Monkey two. He there is no says, Monkey Bone 2. He definitely says strawberries at the end. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know we have different DVDs. This, I don't know where you're getting all this Monkey Bone business from. Uh, believe me, when someone mentions Monkey Bone, I, I'm <laughs> hearing listen. it. Okay. I'm hearing it. Monkey Bone 2 doesn't exist. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Well, this, this is, is Britta telling the story. I know. This Keep is just mind. strange to me. So Britta, Britta it, 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 it doesn't matter if Monkey Bone 2 exists. It only matters if Britta thinks Monkey Bone 2 is a thing that exists. Why do you think she would think Monkey Bone 2 exists? Because she doesn't know or care. And she's just like, oh, Or do you think that's a, you, you don't think that was an improv moment from Troy? From, uh... I mean, maybe. But within this, the story, I think this is Britta just like, what are they? Oh, they compare movies. They and, talk about movies. Uh, Monkey Bone and, I don't know, Monkey Bone 2. Okay. But the point is, this is a montage where every strawberries. <laughs> every character dies. Yes. Uh, they're killed by a burlap sacked killer. Yep. Meaning uh, he has burlap sack on his head. Yeah. Uh, no, he just came from a sack potato race. <laughs> potato sack race? I don't care. Three-legged race? <laughs> they all get killed. They all get them killed. Pierce it starts, and it's Troy and Abed, Troy then and it's Abed. Shirley and Annie. Yep. Who, then what it's are they Pierce doing? and Jeff. Oh, sure. Uh, Troy and Abed are walking down talking about strawberries, I guess. Yes. Uh, uh, Annie and Shirley are in the bathroom. Yep. Uh, they get axed. Yeah. Uh, Troy and Abed, I think, get knifed. Yes. Uh, Pierce and then and Jeff Pierce are and Jeff are poisoned. They're sharing a martini. Which are poisoned. <laughs> yeah. And then Britta is Britta's alone reading War and Peace, a book by War and Peace or no, a book well, called uh, War and Peace. So in the in the commentary, they mm. say that that because she's never actually re- read War and Peace, when she represents it in her mind, she that's what she thinks the book is called. Yeah. And that joke never ever occurred to me until I watched the, this commentary today. I didn't think that's that's what she thought it was called, but yeah. but I thought it was a good play on just play on words. Well, there is a person named War and Peace. That was oh. the stage name. And I know that person because he sang and uh, wrote music with David Bowie back in the day. Whoa. He actually co-wrote one of my favorite David Bowie songs, Rock and Roll With Me. So my mind immediately went there, and that sort of distracted me as I was trying to get the joke because all I was thinking about was David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did he spell peace the same way? Because they're spelling pieces in pieces. Oh, no, he spelled pieces in P-E-A-C-E. Yeah, because on the book it's written P-I-E-C-E. I did not catch that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the War and Peace. So Baghead murders everyone. Yep. 
then to come... Oh, so then there's the reveal that... Uh, well, Britta took the test, too. Yes. She could be the killer. Then we cut back to the Britta death, where she was strangled yes, by the baghead. Baghead pulls out the bag. But then baghead, yeah, pulls out the bag, it's Britta. So Britta killed how, herself. That's how suggestible Britta is, that as soon as someone says that, she is instantly like, oh my god, what if I am the killer? And I think it was also supposed to help the audience realize how dumb that premise was. Yeah. <laughs> that any of that any of them could be a killer. Is, yeah. Let's just show Britta killed herself. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how dumb that premise was. Uh, but then the lights and, go and Could that even have been, do you recall the episode of Boy Meets World? Yes, where Jennifer Love Hewitt was involved. But but so they they and it but, turned out it was Corey because he was upset about the happenings because of relationships. But they had a weird similar reveal where it was like the, he was it was the him own him own self him own self. Yes, yeah. I do recall that. Yeah, I don't think this was a reference, but I do recall that. Yeah, it was I, a good I episode. Think, it was a good episode of Boy Meets World. Sure, 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 sure. sure, sure. It's where sure. they revealed that uh, hey, so you're watching this family friendly uh, ABC show. Guess what? Some of these characters have had sex. Yeah. They casually reveal that, if you recall the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, they, they talk about how only virgins survive in horror movies. Uh-huh. And there's a nice little bit of business where three male characters, I forget who two of them are, but one of them is Sean. And the first two say, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead for sure. And then Sean says, well, I'll get as close as I can to death without actually dying. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that joke. <laughs> it's a good joke. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Good times wow. on Boy Meets World. <laughs> wow. Good times crossed over with Boy Meets World. So you're saying? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm scared now. Shut up! How much? How much do we have in here? Shut up! Yeah. So then it, the lights go out, and when it comes back on, everyone's holding weapons at each other. Yes. It's worth noting the improvised Britta, weapons. Well, not all okay. improvised because it's Britta true. has a switchblade. <laughs> well, she she lived in New York. Yeah. Well, it's you know everyone freaks out when Annie has a gun, but no one seems to care and give a shit about Britta when she feels it necessary to walk around with a switchblade. Britta's older. Britta's older. I she, guess. <laughs> she, she wants to carry a weapon. That's her deal. I'm concerned for Britta and why if, she feels the need to carry a switchblade around. No, nah, I think that's a, that's a cool New York thing. She's got a switchblade. Yeah. Shirley's got a broken bottle. She breaks the... As soon as the... So the light goes out, lights yeah. come back on. We, lights come on with as Shirley, Shirley breaking, breaking the, the bottle. bottle. Yes. Which, uh, do you think that's a, that's, you know, a call back to her, her barroom days? Perhaps. Barroom brawls she had to get in? Mayhaps. Yeah. Troy is wielding She's pencils. done more than make guys wet their pants. Okay. Troy is wearing pencils as sort of Wolverine claws. Yeah. Uh, Abed has scissors. Am I remembering that correctly? And he has scissors. And he has scissors. What does Abed have? What does Abed have? A chair. He's a holding chair, a folding right. chair above right. his head. No, as I recall, it's not even a... Is it even a, Oh, no, it is a folding chair. Yeah. Pierce has Pierce. A, a a fire extinguisher. Yes, which he is not planning to hit them with, but planning to shoot, shoot, uh, the, shoot and the And he fire says, you don't want to get hit with this bisodium, whatever. He says the technical term for yeah, it. Bisodium carbonate. That might be it. Uh, and what is, does Jeff have anything or is he just trying to call No, Jeff away? is like, what the hell? Yeah, Everyone right. suddenly has weapons. Yeah. Uh, so he gives a failed winger speech. Yeah, super failed. Yeah. He gets booed. Yeah. So he because gives a winger he speech he reveals, they're all in the cabin. He reveals that he randomly answered his test. He yes. took it not seriously at all. Yeah. And, and nobody likes that. And of course, it's got a classic Troy moment, which I've quoted for, since I saw it, where everyone boos and then it ends with Troy going, oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> What I'd also like to say about this uh, Jeff getting booed moment where he says he didn't care about the test so he randomly filled in the bubbles, it echoes uh, when he reveals that he is um, agnostic. What's no, that? Athe- atheist? What are you saying? When everyone's revealing their religion in the in the Christmas episode yeah. from the first season? Yeah. is he, He's an atheist, right? Who's an atheist? Jeff? Yes. Or is he agnostic? No, he He's agnostic. Brit is an atheist. Yeah, and everyone boos Jeff. Yes. Uh, for his beliefs. Yeah. And I feel like this mirrors that. All right. Where he's kind of like, 
Whatever. You know, you're just like oh, looking on. at me like I'm a crazy. I'm going to drop a fucking sick reference on you. If I, I just need to bring it up on my phone real quick. Jesus. So say what you said again. Say about the mirroring. It mirrors the, uh, uh, the Christmas episode in the first season where uh, uh, Jeff reveals that he's uh, agnostic. Hold, say it one more time. I think he's atheist. I think we're getting he's this agnostic. wrong. Uh, Britta's atheist because they all boo Jeff for being uh, not committing. Oh, he doesn't commit. So he won't commit, much like he doesn't commit to this test. And you think that's what? And they what? boo him for that. So, and you think that does what? As a connection? Say it mirrors again. It mirrors. Oh, shut up, Mike Climo. Climo. I don't know what just happened. It's a deep cut reference. People on the internet will get it. <laughs> will you explain it to me later? K-L-I-M-O. I don't know how to pronounce that last name, but that's who you are. Climo? Go- Google that. Google that, folks. This is, I'm giving you homework. <laughs> Michael Climo? Don't, what are you saying? don't you Google it in the moment. I need to Google it. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. I want our listeners to Google it because I want them to learn things. Oh, well, good, good for them. <laughs> Matt over there wants you to learn things. I just want to tell you what it is. Mike Climo or tell Climo. Tell you like it is. K L I M O. What do you, what? Jeff tells his story to get everyone what to is, calm they, the fuck down. And they don't. No, but his story is that they're all drinking cocoa, a psychopath killer comes in, it's Chang, and he's afraid. I'm trying to say that like five minutes ago, and he came at me with this mirroring bullshit. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's, you know. All right, all right, all right. I think it's a thing. People boo Jeff because he won't commit. Jeff needs to learn to commit. He's just a vampire who needs to learn to read. How does he feel about acquitting? He learns to commit and acquit. Okay. He's a lawyer. He knows about acquitting. Then... So Britta ran the test. They pour the hug on the bomb and they all go. <laughs> Annie says. Annie says. Nothing, you idiot. Annie's dead. She's locked in my basement. Annie so says. Shady, you you idiot. Nucky, can you believe this guy is going to start making <laughs> these dumbass references? Nobody understands what all these Mike Clamo. Do you even know who Mike Clamo is? Yeah, Nuck, I feel the same way. What does Annie say? <laughs> Annie says, "Why are the scores at the top? The bottom. They're at the bottom." <laughs> You, hey, Britta, you piece of shit. You ran the test the wrong way. You totally Britta the results. <laughs> and then she says, Britta, pay your rent. So, Shut up. She doesn't say that here. <laughs> not later. Not later. Not till later. Thank you. You totally Britta that sentence. All but one are crazy. Yes. And that's, they learn once the they result. retake the test. They retake the test. They wait. She runs them through the machine again, which apparently takes an hour. Uh, well, and they, is that including test time? I would think that should take like five minutes. But the, t- the time it takes to take the test. The they time just, it takes to take the test. Isn't they it? just got to recopy twist, their damn answers. A twist tonger from Matt Benson. The time it takes to take the test. And also, if they were so concerned... Jeff, Jeff has to take the test for real because he didn't give answers. If he did this time even. Listen, here's what I'm going to say to you. They could have saved themselves a lot of time if they just copied their answers. Like they, and then, like they wouldn't fucking notice that he's just doing it randomly again if he's the only one retaking it. And then... At the end, they go, shouldn't we figure out who's who? Why didn't they write their names on them? Who's who? If they wrote their names on them when they retook the test, they wouldn't have to go through all this bullshit. Perhaps, perhaps, they didn't want to know, which is how they landed at the end. This is a southern man explaining something to you. It's my new character. Then he- He's got thoughts, and he's going to explain the situation. The Confederate flag is a symbol of <laughs> our heritage. No, no, no. <laughs> What uh, is that not cool? No. I, listen, I don't. That, I, ooh, get get out of here, Southern man. I don't. I, he walked in. I don't. I don't condone that guy's talk. Then we just got to talk about one more thing. Oh my god. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't even talk about the thing. What thing? The the tests. Wait, wait, uh, Abed. Surely don't Pierce. Sure. That's a fun moment. Come That's on. a fun moment. Yeah. 
I, I don't I don't I don't think we have the time right now to parse what it all means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you Brit Britting. Yeah. Way to Abed. Way to Abed. Because that's an, that's clear. She's Who says way to Abed? Shirley. Yeah. And then so then Jeff says Shirley don't pierce. Because she's being mean. Sorry, I hit the mic. Let's see, we got it. It's so, not, but, but so do you hard. think abetting is supposed to be being meta. meta? Yes. So the so so abetting is being meta. Yeah. And then piercing is is being mean or yes. trying to make up things that don't exist. Because uh, he said streets ahead. That's true. Um, let's call it both. Okay. A small mistake. What? <laughs> They're supposed to say yes. What? I said a small mistake. <laughs> you don't even have anyone to talk to over there. I got Nucky over here. <laughs> a special appearance in today's Shut Up Leonard by Nucky. What's in the tag? Uh, We're getting loopy. We're getting Troy and Abed sewn together. Yeah. We come back to that story. We see Troy and Abed have been sitting there uh, communicating via ESP. Uh, the old crazy doctor is like, guys, say something. Help me. Let me out. And uh, they, this Troy and Abed decide that they should go back to their jet plane that they fixed with their yes. ESP powers. Yes. It's fun. Plugs. Do, uh, do, 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 you, do you think so now this, this universe exists? Or is this just like a, yeah. a Troy and Abed play out this universe alone in the Dreamatorium? Later. Uh, I mean, I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I think certainly with the multiverse theory, it, uh, all infinite possibilities are carried out in some plane or another. So anything that you can conceive of is something that exists in some universe. So oh. I would say <laughs> that because of the implications of that theory, that not only this universe, but all the other universes discussed in this episode do exist somewhere in the time stream. Was that non-concise Ferris Bueller? <laughs> that's my new character I'm working on. I'll, I'll, I'll debut my Betts' Boombox, because that's a real show for characters. This is just fun bits. <laughs> that's a real show for characters, like USA. Yep, plus. Uh, so there's a, there's, I have a couple more commentary God notes. Damn it. Commentary notes are important. Commentary. So uh, Dan Harmon talks about how the third act break had to be moved. Uh, because NBC had this weird policy on third act breaks where yes. they didn't like it because a lot of community third act breaks had only less than five minutes in that third act. Yeah. And so they said no more third acts less than five minutes. So they yeah. moved the act break up further Which into the ruins episode. Ruins the structure of the story. Ruins the structure of the story, blah, blah, blah. And also uh, uh, Dan Harmon uh, believed this this Abed is the only sane one uh, thing. is just a joke. Yeah. He says these tests have no value. We, we, if you listen to Harmontown, you hear that he doesn't like psychiatry. He doesn't like psychiatry in he's general. He's a Scientologist. He's a basic, he's a He's a low-level Scientologist. <laughs> That's not accurate. I don't, want, I don't want that on, on the record that we said that. No, it's not true. Uh, we're making a joke because Scientologists don't like psych- psychotherapy either. Yeah. Uh, but if you listen to Harmontown, you know that that's uh, basically Dan Harmon doesn't believe in that. He, he kind of even doesn't even like uh, counseling in general. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I, I side with him here. I think these, these psych- psychiatrist tests, uh, uh, it, it, you know, when you, when you fill in a bubble, you're not really figuring out who you are. You're just filling in a bubble. Yeah, it's true. I, I've, uh, even since grade school, I've, I've said, what, what are we doing with our lives? We're filling in these fucking bubbles? This isn't a test of our knowledge. It's a test of our bubble filling in skills. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. I've never liked those. Uh, but now that I'm in college, I love multiple choice. <laughs> I'm like, don't make me write stuff out. Give me four choices. Give me, give let me pick one. Goddamn bubble. <laughs> give me a grade and let me out of here. We have fun, shit. Uh, yeah, but can you not do the plugs chant? It really kills plugs. me. Plugs. It really kills plugs. me. I need to like cover my ears. Plugs. I'm just going to do this. Uh, I also host Plugs. a show called Nerds Out of View. Plugs. You can find that at navpodcast.com. Every week Plugs. I review a new film. Uh, our most recent episode Plugs. is kind of a backup episode Plugs. because of San Diego Comic-Con. Plugs. We weren't able to review a new film. Uh, but coming next week, we're going to review Plugs. Ant-Man. Uh, Ant-Man is the new Marvel film, Plugs. if you haven't heard of it. That's going to be a, a giant size episode. Uh, make sure to check that Plugs. out. 
Uh, we also do another Plugs. show, Matt Benson, David King, Plugs. and I. We do uh, Pick Plugs. Your Path. Uh, it's slash PYP. Uh, that's a choose your own adventure styles uh, podcast, Plugs. an enhanced podcast where Plugs. you can make choices. Uh, you Plugs. choose what chapter to go to, and that uh, determines how the story Plugs. goes. It's Pick Your Path. It's a, it's a great Plugs. new experiment in podcasting. It's Plugs. on the cutting edge, the bleeding Plugs. edge of podcasts. Uh, and uh, check Plugs. out the Benview Megacast for San Diego Comic-Con 2015. Plugs. That's at the Benview one-offs feed. Go Plugs. and check that out if you want to hear uh, what we did at Comic-Con. And, and uh, we talked specifically Plugs. about Rick and Morty uh, because we went to the Rick Plugs. and Morty panel. It was a great panel. Plugs. And uh, I think that's it for Plugs. my plugs. Go to BenviewNetwork.com and check out all the shows Plugs. on there. Shows like Benson's Plugs. Boombox, Matt Plugs. and Brendo's Wrestling Show, Plugs. Popsicles, and Plugs. Benview on Spielberg. Plugs. I'm on all of those. Plugs. I also, of course, uh, write for Pick Your Path Plugs. and edit Pick Your Path. Plugs. Check out that. It's a shit ton Plugs. of work, and I would appreciate it if Plugs. you listen to it. Uh, you can follow Plugs. me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. Plugs. That's Dr. Matt Benson. Plugs. You can follow this show Plugs. on Twitter. I was going to say that. I was working Plugs. up to that. You can follow this show on Twitter Plugs. at ShutUpLenPod. You can write us an email Plugs. at ShutUpLeonard at gmail.com. Uh, it would be cool of us, cool of us to Plugs. appreciate you Plugs. writing a review Plugs. on Facebook Plugs. or, more Plugs. appropriately, iTunes. Uh, write a review, rate Plugs. us, subscribe to us, and after you're Plugs. done with all that, make sure you go to Patreon.com slash ShutUpLeonard and, and, and show your support. Plugs. You'll get access to a bonus Plugs. feed, which now Plugs. has up. Uh, an episode of Shut Up, Carl Plugs. Weathers, where we talk about an episode of Arrested Plugs. Development. Plugs. So check out all that and more Plugs. on the podcast. Plugs. That was a Caden Stolen from Plugs. Jimmy Pardo of Never Not Funny. Plugs. I'm hoping someone will end the show now. Google Pylon. I'm Jordan, and this is Nerd's Eye View. Who do I have with me? I'm Andrew. I'm Tom. And what do we do here, Andrew? Well, we talk about movies. Every week we always talk about something that's new in theaters, as well as tell you what's going on with the box office top ten and what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. And then we do a crazy thing called Guess the Ending, which Andrew has a wonderful catchphrase for, but it mainly involves us coming up with crazy stories for all the new movies that are coming out. So if any of that sounds good to you, find us online, nevpodcast.com, or on Twitter, at nevpodcast, or benviewnetwork.com. What was I supposed to say? This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.